0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. The very technology that was built to connect us is, in fact, making us more disconnected than ever before in every aspect of life, including work. We use messaging apps, text, and social media to talk rather than calling or walking over to a person's desk. of adults report feeling lonely, and only 53% have meaningful in-person social interactions on a daily basis. This is important because when employees don't feel connected to their co-workers or their workplace, they are more likely to leave. In a tight job market, that spells trouble. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports the current quit rate is the highest since 2001. Joining me today is Christy Largent, who is an employee engagement expert, keynote speaker, creator of the Engaged Employee System. She helps business leaders increase engagement and grow. Profits. She's also a TV host, mama, and laughter advocate. Thank you for joining me today, Christy. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. Absolutely. On such
1: depressing notes of starting, though. Good heavens. Those statistics.
0: Well, and that's, you know, you see it. You work with business leaders. So let's talk about the fact that, uh, you know, you're an employee engagement expert. Are you seeing this in the businesses that you're working with?
1: Oh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. It's um, I've been doing this since 2000 and I have never seen offices in more uh, duress and angst than I see right now.
0: Yeah, and a lot of that you just hit it. you know employees are feeling stressed and don't feel their organizations are prioritizing their social and or emotional well-being, and so what is it that you, from the employee engagement, I mean, you go into an organization, how do you start to tell people to unplug?
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know what, I kind of come at it from another angle because I know having a 11 and 15-year-old children, nobody likes to be told what to do, <laughs> So I usually come at it from the angle of this is how we can have a robust relationship in our workplace. This is how we can have positive interactions with each other. And I give them like the pro the, the thing to do instead and they kind of can come to their own conclusion about unplugging. Because especially with our younger workers. I mean, they are not gonna they are not going to, to willingly unplug unless they find a benefit In in doing so. So I like to come at it from the angle of the benefit will be this so that they're more they're more inclined to do it. Our listeners can know. I mean, you know, when you lay down the law in your organization, it's nothing but problems. Old Navy was having a problem with their um, sales clerks. And that was they had a rule that said no cell phones allowed on the sales floor. And the problem was, you can guess it, with all these young employees, guess where they always were? Back in the back room checking their phones. They weren't out on the floor because they're so tethered. They're so connected. So Old Navy decided, uh, let's let them bring their phones on the floor and see what happens. It cannot be worse than we have what's happening now. And sure enough, as soon as they brought them on the floor, then the, the employees were able to be back to work. They weren't constantly worrying about what they were missing. So that's like a very simplistic uh, treatment of it, but in a, the other sense, it's not. It's pretty telling. It's like this is the re- our new reality.
0: Well, and certainly as the you know millennials are moving into the management positions and the next generation's behind, you know it's different uh, when you're my age, and you know we didn't grow up with the technology, and now we're forced to use it. How is it that you, you know, that was great for Old Navy, but I'm sure a lot of other organizations or, you know, how do you find that balance?
1: You know, that's really the million dollar question, right? How do you find the balance? See, I think one thing is like reframing our mindset to it's okay to utilize, for example, your Gen Z employees and to some extent your millennials instead of getting up and going to the cubicle two cubicles down or the office two doors down, what are they going to do? Text. they want to talk to that
0: person. (laughs) They text.
1: Exactly. They're going to text. So rather than saying don't do that, uh, you recognize that that is part of our new normal, right? But then you provide opportunities for them to engage one-on-one. For example, you might provide free lunch, have them come in, have lunch, and engage with each other, talk to each other. Like, come up with creative ways for them, reasons for them to talk to each other. It's just getting, uh, to be perfectly honest, it's getting harder and harder. Because, they, uh, for example, last night I was taking my daughter to a lacrosse game. Her girlfriend was in the back seat, and guess what they were doing the whole way to the game? They're 15.
0: Texting each other. They,
1: <laughs> they were playing a game on their phone with each other without talking at all. Yeah. Huh. It was just, in my mind, it just was, I was like, what on earth? And this morning I asked her about it. I said, what were you guys doing? And she said, oh, iMessage has games. Yeah. <laughs> so they were gaming. So take that into the workplace and think about how that is affecting their interactions with their clients. They don't know how to have a conversation with a client because they're just not used to doing it. So we back it way up and we say, okay. When you talk to somebody, you want to look them in the eye. (laughs) You want to ask questions. And these are the kind of questions that you want to be asking. And you teach them how to do that because they're not being taught it in their daily upbringing the way that you and I were.
0: Yeah, I was was in a restaurant this weekend, and there was a little baby, not even one, and had a little phone with a video on it. And the parents were all not even talking to the child. And we right. certainly know from, you know, great experience that if you can talk to your child, all those, you know, connections in their brain is going to help them. But when they watch video, the same thing is not happening. So,
1: right. right. Uh, well, and I think to bring it into, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. Ahead, please. Um, bringing it into the workplace, I'm thinking about, you know, we, we constantly are looking for ways to, to let our employees know that we value them because, Study after study has shown when your employees feel valued and their contribution seems is recognized, they're more likely to do more of it, right? Yes. And what I frequently will find in companies is that the majority of the interaction manager to employee tends to be negative because when good things are happening, they don't have really the reason to make a point stopping by the office and saying, wow, great job. Because they're so busy putting out fires and all the normal stresses of life. But if they are really intentional about showing the employee that they appreciate them, that will raise the level of engagement. Because the employee, we are all motivated by positive, right? We love getting, depending on your personality style, the different type of kudos, right? Some people are going to want a balloon bouquet. Other people are going to want a letter for their personnel file. It just kind of depends on your people. The the smart leaders know that they want to hit all the different kinds of ways of showing appreciation and recognition so that they're able to tap into those desires, the deeper desires that their employees have.
0: So, you know, this is easier done in a small company. But the trend, you know, that's happening across most of America right now is we're moving back into these giant facilities with lots of cubicles and lots of people at work. And, you know, it's one of those where, yeah, you should have a, a good buddy or more at work. But how do I, if I'm running a large organization, do I chunk it down into the different divisions? Do I have one big giant uh, meeting with everybody? I mean, how how are you helping people address that? Well, I,
1: it, I have to tell you, it really depends on the leadership, because if the leadership is eager to build, quote-unquote, team, or they're eager to build um, a culture that's engaged, I a mean, true engagement culture, then they are doing these um, basic, you and I would call it really basic skills of giving um, recognition of giving feedback, not just when it's negative, of interacting on a regular basis with their leadership team and they are making sure that their leadership teams are doing it with their individual groups and then the groups, it's like trickle down to use the old word, where they are doing it with their employees and then so that everybody feels that touch but it starts at the top and oftentimes I have found that that even our very best leaders seem to be lacking in that, in that, because they're so focused on the um, the analytical portion of their work versus the people portion. And so, when they're willing to buy into this idea of really creating relationship with their coworkers, with their, with the people that report to them, and it doesn't mean that they're like going on ski trips together, although it might mean that. Especially for you in Reno, it might mean a day out. Exactly. Coast, right? by,
0: by no choice <laughs> of our own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but they're finding when they, I mean, you look at Elon Musk. I mean, you can talk about him because he's right there with you, right? You've got that brand new facility right there in Reno. I mean, that guy is not, in, uh, from everything I've read and studied, he doesn't have a clue what's happening on, uh, you know, with the different levels of his organization as far as relationship type because he's solely focused on the numbers and creating new ideas. So then it's up to the individual managers to say, wow, how can I build this culture with my people? Given what I'm given, how do I do this with my people? Because I, we know when that happens, their people will stay. He won't have to be constantly retraining. He won't have to be constantly looking for new people because his people will be, feel committed to the the organization. Absolutely. So it, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. I mean, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. Is definitely not easy to do this because we've got the numbers. The numbers are constantly running in the background, right? And we have to meet our we have to meet our numbers.
0: Well, as you say, the engagement culture is your secret sauce to increase employee engagement, strengthen connections, and help you and your team experience peak performance. We have to go to break. We come back. I'm going to continue this great conversation with Christy Largent. I do encourage you to go out and visit her website, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y Largent, dot com. We'll be right back.
1: That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call
0: Sage International. Suntech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort and privacy to your home. 352-9396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer screening products. 352-9396. Suntech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352-9396. Suntech Solar Screening. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, talking with Christy Largent, who is an employee engagement expert, keynote speaker, and is the creator of the Engaged Employee System. So, Christy, during the break, you were telling me you have a free download for our listeners.
1: Yes, absolutely. And if they are – this has resonated with you, and you're thinking – I really would like to do something for my employees, but I don't know what. I have a list of 25 fast and easy and cheap (laughs) ways that you can show your appreciation to your employees, and if you want to get that, it's just a quick download. You're going to text the word 25FAST, text that word to the number 44222, and then you will get that download. That's a little gift for you. I often have people say, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, here's 25 really simple things you can do, right? You could, like, do tomorrow or today.
0: Awesome. Well, we're, you know, talking about the fact that, you know, employee engagement is important. One of the culture trends that's starting to hit is kind of the switch from engagement to peak employee experiences, and so this is where a lot of the boards and CEOs are taking a greater interest in culture strategy, uh, which in essence is providing more opportunities, purpose, accomplishment, and celebration at work. So we hear this all the time. The young people, they want to have uh, you know, a good time, more adventure, and good experiences. So from the engagement perspective, Christy, what and how... Are you helping people identify? How do we move from, gee, show up to work to, wow, show up to work because you're going to have a fantastic experience?
1: Well, it's I, I hate to say this, but I just keep focusing on the basics because the reality is if you have a manager who is totally invested in your success as a as a worker, you will have a positive engagement. I mean, you your manager will know that you're allergic to cats and we'll know that you love skiing, for example, and we'll know that, you, uh, that you're that you thinking about getting married to your girlfriend. I mean, there will be a relationship, and when you have that relationship, then it's easier to create experiences out of that versus the manager who barely knows your name, who only talks to you when you've done something wrong, who um, changes his mind 10 times a week, who doesn't give you um, opportunity for growth. I mean, I don't want any kind of experience with that guy. But the manager who does the first thing I described, I want, I'm open to creating experiences with him or her. That is that underlying thing. People, you cannot put a band-aid on a, you know, six-inch knife wound. I mean. <laughs> You cannot, and I see so many managers who try to like gloss it over. Oh, we're going to have this amazing experience, and we're going to do, we're going to we're going to go skiing up at the Ritz, and we're going to have a phenomenal dinner for the employees, and we're going to let them bring their their mate, and we're going to you know, and then but they don't understand that that the fact that they haven't had a discussion with their employee about what they're doing and where they're growing in with the company has not happened for two years, or that they have not received a raise in, you know, over a year. And I mean they the basics that are not being done that, that managers tend to think a big event will fix is a problem. Because it's not gonna fix it. It's just gonna it'll what I have seen happen is so when managers try to do that, the people grumble and complain about the effort to make this quote unquote experience when what they really want is some leadership, some true leadership, like helping them be their best at what they're doing. So uh, I I love the idea of creating experiences, and I've seen some companies do amazing experiences. And when they are the icing layer on a really yummy day-in, day-out experience, then you have, I mean, it's phenomenal, right? Yes. But when it's that icing is going over a very corrupted and corroded day-in, day-out experience, it's It does. It's a waste of money. And I think it does the reverse of what they're hoping for. I think it, it causes more animosity and more negativity than if they didn't even do it at all.
0: Well, and I think because, you know, business is moving into more transparency and, you know, people part of engagement is knowing if you're winning the game. Right. So are we hitting our goals? Are we are you asking me for my input or my opinion or being part of the strategic planning team versus that top down? Here's what we're going to do. And maybe we'll tell the rest of you. But just. Right. Yeah. Right. So I would think that, you know, that is part of a shift where, you know, employees want to know are we hitting our numbers are we reaching our goals and through that process you were talking about how do you help me be a successful member of this team and that's what business right. is it's a team right
1: mm-hmm. and they want to be they want something that's meaningful uh, especially the younger generations i mean they they want like they want Meaning to be attached to their daily. I just had a conversation with a senior manager yesterday, and she said, "Christy, the reason I'm here at this company is because I value their mission." She's like, "That's why I left my other position to take this one because I wanted a bigger mission, and I really believe in what this company is doing." And I think that is a message we're going to be hearing more and more and more because, yes, as part of this team, I am I'm helping to create something bigger than just myself.
0: Well, and I think the real message, Christy, is as these new generations who are so attached to technology enter into the workforce and become part of the employee um, you know, demand that's going on across this nation, that we as business owners have to be cognizant of the fact that while they look like they're engaged, realistically, socially, they are not. So we have to adopt and bring together the folks under our roof so that they, as you said, look people in the eye, learn how to have a conversation. And I would think that if you don't, you're going to have a lot of employee turnover. You're going to have those folks that are lonely and you're going to have problems on the backside when they keep quitting.
1: Exactly. And, you know, Sherry, that I have a fabulous example of a company that you guys know they're in the reno area which is dutch bros and in Redding, where i used to live the owners chris and aaron resner hire primarily i'm going to say 99.5 percent of their h- hires are young people have you ever been to dutch bros coffee Ye-
0: yes it, we have one yeah. uh, we have a several here now yeah
1: okay it, it may be they may be the resners i don't know if they're over there as well but i am telling you They hire nothing but young people, and yet the experience at that place is like unbelievable joy, engagement, action, passion, and they are selling coffee. I mean, seriously. It's like one of the least important things, right? We could get our coffee anywhere. But when those kids and and young adults are working at Dutch Bros and are so committed to that company and are so committed to the passion and vision of what Dutch Bros does in their community, it is 100% above and beyond any other any other company around. And what I what I think his magic is because I know I know Chris and and we've talked about this and I'm like. I think your magic is that there's such a sense of purpose. It's such a fun environment. The kids are not, what I'm trying to say is they're not sneaking away to get on their phone. They are, their phones are in their pockets, of course. But if they pull them out, it's to take a picture with a customer and make a fun moment in that moment with their customer or to take a fun picture with each other and put that on social media to bring their other friends down to the company. And I realize we all are not in that kind of a situation where you can be like doing selfies all the time. However, I think being aware of the desirability for the younger employees, it needs to be a workplace that feels like I'm being celebrated for being me, right? And at Dutch Bros, they have that. And at the same time, they're constantly giving back to the community. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars they've given back to the North State in the past 10 years that they've been open, but it is a lot of money. And the kids, the workers there are right on board with that. Like they make that happen because they are so bought into the purpose and vision. So I I love giving that example because if you look at the the demographic that is the most likely to just be on their phones and not be engaged, it would be his employees. And yet they are the exact opposite of that. And, and they could they take it all the way to the bank. Right. So we have to look at that and say, what can we pull from that? What lessons can we pull from that in our own environment that will generate that kind of passion and that kind of engagement?
0: Absolutely. And certainly one of my takeaways today, Christy, with you is that, You know, daily conversation should be a holistic and regular part of every employee's experience. So that old management by walking around is ever more important, right? (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I Christy, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, Thank you. This is Christy Largent, who I've been chatting with. She is based in Dallas, Texas, and I do encourage you to go out to her website, ChristyLargent.com. And if you're an organization that could find value in bringing Christy in to work with you, she does keynotes, and she's an employee engagement expert. So give her a call at 530 949 3646. Thank you so much. I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit sherryhillshow.com.